Let's burn something. Two talk show hosts square off in epic battle. Sharif, Sharif, Rasulam. He can suck my. Yeah, I, I'm a loner, man. I don't like people. Let's burn something. So, if there's anything that you want to talk about, any kind of secrets or stories or bids, now's the time to put it on the table, okay? Let's burn something. So I was like, I hit you up. I was like, I want a podcast. I need the podcast about this problem I'm having. <laughs> it needs to be discussed. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm just going to get into it. I've had a plethora of dudes <laughs> hit me up. I don't know if it's because they got their little checks or whatever. They want a custom art pieces, right? Which is fine. Like, and... I love it when people hit me up and they, they want to, you know, talk about, you know, what they want me to make them. But right. there's also some people that hit me up and I know they're, they're legit and they actually want me to make them something. You could tell the difference. Like, the ones oh, that actually that. want you to make them something, like, give you information. Like, this is what I'm looking for. Um, how much would this be? How much? How big is it going to be? They ask questions, and they, like, they like actually are legit. And then you get these idiots. And I call them idiots because these people never, ever buy anything. They never I've never had one of these it, yeah. people buy anything. But this is how they come at you. Just make anything. Just I, I just want something from you. Just anything. Just make anything. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you're just going to throw money at me just to make whatever the hell I want? Like... I don't well, think that's how this works. <laughs> actually, if you're going to do that, why don't you just buy something from you, from you that's already there that you're selling already? Exactly. That's how I feel about stuff. But then you go, okay, I got this available. No, I don't want that. Exactly. So what do you want? Like, what do you want? I don't know what you want. I just need somebody to, like, tell me what they want. They make my life easier. Barging through the door. Or whatever. <laughs> like, ah, give me something. What? Okay. Anything. Here you go. No, nah, not that. It's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. You know what I feel yeah. like? I don't know if your wife does this, but I'll say in, in the dating phases of our lives, mm -hmm. where like, hey, let's go get something to eat. Cool. What do you want to eat? Oh, I don't know anything. And then you start, all oh, right, how about here? Yeah. No. I don't even do, well, my wife's cool about it, though. Like, if I pick anywhere, she she has a go-to. So I can't do that, because if I pick anywhere, she's like, okay, and then I'm stuck going wherever the dumb place I said. <laughs> so, yeah, I know that you know, paid. I know so, that paid a lot. Now I just know I'm I'm the decision maker because I'm more picky than she is. She's not as picky as me. She's just like, yeah, I, I, you want to go to Pizza Hut? Let's go to Pizza Hut. You want to go to Wendy's? Let's go to Wendy's. But I'm I'm like, fuck Wendy's, fuck Pizza. I don't want any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff sucks. <laughs> no, I'm I'm open to whatever. So I, I, I'm the one that can eat anything. My wife's the one that's the picky one. Mm. But then I don't know if you're. She well, is a Karen. She's such a Karen. Right. Definitely Karen. <laughs> don't worry, I tell her all the time, man. You're such a Karen. <laughs> you I, should just look at her. And go, you're such a Karen, and get up and just walk away. <laughs> all, all, <laughs> all the memes, gifts, videos where you see a Karen being a Karen, I'm like, look, it's your people. It's your people. <laughs> she's all like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Actually, I feel bad because now she starts using our kid's name, which she calls somewhere, because she thinks like the whole Karen stigma is affecting her. 
<laughs> so now she's using false names. Yep. I'm all like, what are you doing? She's on the phone. I forgot where she was calling. She busts out my daughter's name, and I looked at her. I'm like, what is happening right now? What she, is happening? Well, because she was under... <laughs> my daughter can't order pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was under the assumption that they'll do something, say, to their food or food or something. Because she's a Karen? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just like... Yeah, they don't do that stuff. I love it. I love it that she's this paranoid about it now. Oh yeah, like I don't like you know what it took? It took uh ordering a sandwich from somewhere and them getting it wrong. And she's like they did it cuz I was a Karen. I'm like, well, if you call, yep. you'll be a Karen. Did you you have to feed into this paranoia, dude. You need to make her super paranoid as a husband. It's your duty to fuck with her. Oh, without a doubt. Like I said, all Karen memes, I just, I'm like, oh my God, that's you. She's like, shut up. Well, that's you. Look, don't give me that. I got to talk to your manager. Look, don't be doing that. Okay, so this leads me to the next thing. Now that we're talking about wives, this uh -oh. is the new thing. Okay, all the guys that do this need to stop. <laughs> they need to stop, <laughs> Every and they need one. to stop right now. Every single one, because for one, your wife doesn't know shit about what you're talking. About. Like they come at me and they're like, "I want to know how much this is and how much that is," and they want three paintings. And they they're ballers. They come at me like they have all the money in the world. Okay. Like they 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 come at me with these ideas, and and they want pieces that are like five foot tall and you know eight foot wide. Crazy ideas and multiple layers and intense shit and then I give them a price and then they do this and this is what I wanted to podcast about they tell me okay I gotta go talk to my wife bitch <laughs> your wife doesn't know shit about what you're doing and you ain't talking to her about nothing especially about how much I just dropped on you on your dumb idea like you're fucking gotta be fucking kidding me with this, I gotta I gotta talk to my wife. You know, get your balls out of her purse, bro. For one, and two, like you know how much you can spend without getting in trouble with your wife. So well, don't come to yeah. a custom an artist and go, I want this, this, this. Like I can work with a budget too, but if you come to me with this crazy cockamamie ideas and these crazy sizes. And then you got to ship the shit, too. And then they're always from overseas or, or somewhere. And I'm like, you, you know i got to ship this to you. you got to pay for that. So it's like, you still want it eight foot tall, though? <laughs> you know, <so> <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, like, why you wouldn't, like... I mean, I don't do it, so I have to think the whole concept here. But you would think, like, hey, let me work this all out with the wife first. Exactly. And that's what I... I made a post about that the other day. Because I was like, hey, get your wife's permission before coming to me and asking for a quote. I did. I posted that in my stories, and it was legit. Because I had four guys in a row waste hours out of my day talking to them about shit that they can't afford. Now, I, under I understand you can't afford stuff. I can't afford shit. I don't buy nothing for myself. Right. So I understand not being able to afford stuff. But I also don't contact artists and try to have them make me custom shit unless I have the money for it. Well, don't like, you like in my hand? Don't you like <laughs> research that kind of stuff too, though? Like, all right, like say, I mean, not just a comparison. Like, if you're gonna buy a car, yeah. you're like, all right, let me see what the like average price range is. And 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 I get that all the time, and I'm cool with that. That some of those people just come to me and go, "Hey, what's an average price for a piece?" And I am totally cool with that. And I give all those people. 
my time and give them quotes and all that stuff. And then they tell me, okay, I'll hit you up later when I can afford it or whatever. And they're up and up. They're, they never lie to me about it. They don't say, oh, i got to go talk to my wife and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but the problem with is these guys, they come to me with these crazy ideas off the top. Like right off the get-go, it's a paragraph about all the fucking 10 million things they want me to fit in one painting, right? And yeah. the, they in a ridiculous size. It's always some crazy cockamamie size that's just like, what? That they just made up. <laughs> and then... And then, like, they want it 3D, which makes it heavier because I work in wood and I stack it. So the, the more layers and stuff you do and the bigger it is, the heavier it is. And then you get to a certain weight. You can't just put a normal hanger on it. You have to build in hangers and you got to make sure it's mounted to studs and on a wall. And it's like right. it gets to a certain size and it's crazy. Well, these guys come to me with these those kind of projects. They want me to do... Every crazy with lights and all the bells and whistles and stuff, and then they know they can't afford it from the get go. I'm like, I don't know what they thought it was going to cost, but it's nowhere near what I quote them because what I quote them, they run and go underneath their wife's skirt. You know, it's like, oh, I got to go ask my wife. Oh, you might have want to ask her before you started wasting my time. You know, it's like <laughs> had I known this, I would have been like, "Hey, you want a podcast? Hold on, I got to ask my wife." <laughs> exactly, exactly. I got to ask Karen. <laughs> Karen's gonna be a Karen, and then you're in trouble. She's such a Karen. I'm, I'm in trouble. Next thing you know, my, our bosses are getting called, even though we don't have any. Dude, HR is getting called. <laughs> We're gonna get HR called on us. <laughs> Some lady's gonna call us and like, well, we need to talk about the podcast the other night. <laughs> Probably for the, the senior living home that listens to our show here. <laughs> so, like, with these people, I guess the whole like getting a quote thing. I yeah. don't know. Like, I guess I'm not that problematic. Normally. And most people aren't. Like, I give quotes like all day, and I'm not talking about any of those people. Like, I I'd say 95 percent of the people are pretty normal. I'd say even 98 percent are pretty normal i give quotes they come to me with ideas i give them a quote and they go okay i want to do it or okay i'll get you up later so the follow-up i I mean i know they usually run away and then you don't hear from them but none of them ever go like yo i don't have that kind of money and i mean like no most of them talking to the wives i should say most of them do the uh, the ones that like come to me with just the regular everyday people come to me and they go this is what I want, and I give them a quote, and most of them, I'd say half of them are, are serious, and they put down a deposit right away, and we start doing it. And right. it, it's like, I'd say half of them are pretty serious. And then the other half are serious, but they either didn't know it was going to cost that much, or um, they just wanted to know a price to shoot for so they could start saving up for it. Right. And I get that. And I work with people. I do payment plans and everything with people. I work with people because I understand you can't just drop a bunch of money when you got kids and stuff. You can't just be dropping money on fun stuff. You know, so I understand. So I work with people and make payment plans. So I'm super easy going, easy to talk to. I answer everybody's questions. I answer all the art questions I get from artists just not even wanting art from me, just wanting to know how to make art. And then I answer all the questions about, you know, all the quotes and everything. I'm really cool with everybody. And I'm even cool with these guys that are tire kickers, what I call them. But when they come in, like, hot, like I'm a baller, 
I want five <laughs> paintings from you. Then they're like, I want five paintings. I want this and that. I'm like, you don't even know how much one painting is. Yet you're talking to me about five paintings. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then the, it's always at the end. I tell them real prices, like real world prices. And then they freak out. You know, they're like, oh, um, okay, well, um, let me talk to the wife. And that, that's that's the nail on the coffin. Let me talk to the wife. You will never hear from them again. <laughs> I'm like, you go talk to her, big guy. And you let me know when you so get your you balls back. That, so, yeah, I was going to say, like, that, those guys are scared, right? Like, they can't just tell you, like, nah, that's too much because they know you're going to. Like, I hate salespeople. Like, that's just it's my ego. nature. It's just yeah. fucking ego. Well, it's because it's ego coming at me with this, I want five paintings. And, like, you don't even know how much one painting is. Like, I don't walk into a jewelry stop, store and go, I want five rings when I don't even know how much one is. You know, it's right. like, that's yeah. not how it works. So I get insulted, I guess. I was going to say, that's an insult. What do, they, right what do you away. think is, what do you think these are, $20 a piece? Or, I mean, what do you... What do you think I'm, my paintings are, are going for, you know? Because they go for, you know, my paintings go from anywhere from 400 to to $1,000 a piece. Right. Because they're totally custom. You know, it's like, and especially when I sit there and listen to every little detail you put in a painting and I make it happen. Yeah, Most think, people don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like I think, like, I look around, say I was interested in buying artwork from you. I'm looking yeah, at why your would page. you do that? Right? Nah, nah, hell no. I don't, I don't have, I think I have like four pieces of yours on my wall. Yeah, anyway. you have bought artwork from me yeah. and you were easy to work with. You just hit me up and you're like, told me what you wanted and yeah, it and, just paid me and then we did it. <laughs> thing with me is like, and I, I know because my wife's a Karen. She's like, you don't yeah. ask questions. I'm like, no, not really. I just know I want something. So you go, this this is this much. I say, okay. And that's pretty much it. Let's question <laughs> about something. I ain't bugging you. Yeah. And like, I ended up asking you a lot of questions. I, like, mocked it up or whatever off of drawing you had and stuff. And then once we got it done, like the, the panda bear one, the trash right. panda, it's like it was a dope piece. Like, it turned out yeah. really good because, you know, you just answered the questions I had, and then I, I, I did what you asked, and I got it done. You know, it's like that's yeah, easy. Like I, it's e I, I don't follow up or nothing. <laughs> I just like, hey, this is what I want. We talked about it. Yeah. Cool. I I mean, but see, that's the other thing. I'm going to the person, say it, was you, say it wasn't you, but say, someone else. I'm like, if I'm, like, looking at their artwork and stuff, mm -hmm. like, I, I have a general idea of what they could do. And you also know how long it's probably going to take. Right. Because you're like, look how popular this person is. Yeah, and exactly. I'm sure I'm not the only one that's buying a painting from them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I have 52 painting or 52 commissions right now. But then I was, like, I was talking to my wife. I was like, she was like, you got 52 commissions, and we were talking about, like, money, and we are talking about this. I go, yeah, honey, but you got to understand, it's not 52 paintings I have. I go, I probably have, like, 65 to 70 paintings. Right, yeah. Because some of these commissions, I got one guy that's got six, six pieces in one commission, like, he, you know, separate pieces. And then I got another guy that's got four separate pieces in his, and then another guy that's got three. Like, when they come to me, they, like, give me a budget to work with. And some of these guys buy multiple pieces at a time because they are ballers, real ballers. And they and they drop a bunch of money. And then, you know, they like, I want this, 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 and this. And they tell me exactly what they want, you know. And then they give me half down, and then I make it for them. Yeah, and, and they never, normally they never fucking bug me. They know the deal. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Not that this is related, but I was watching a documentary on uh, Netflix about that. Uh, you, may, you might say, I think uh, it's called Major Look, where the guy was, uh, it was basically a scam where they had this uh, guy creating fake uh, pieces from, like, well-known artists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were, like, selling them <laughs> to galleries. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, Picasso famously... I remember a story about him, like, doing that. He would, like, redo master's pieces and then try to get them. I There was a famous story about him redoing a master's piece, and I don't remember who the master was, but the guy was still alive. And then Picasso sold it to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, saying, hey, he goes, hey, I found one of your pieces, and blah, blah, blah. He goes, do you want it back? And, and then, nice. like... They like he worked out a deal with them or something and, and sold it back to him or some shit and and you know just to do it like <laughs> so a lot of those guys used to do forgeries and stuff just because to show that they could yeah you know? i guess that these two people found this chinese artist mm-hmm. and i guess there's a big uh i don't know if it's like a teaching thing or learning thing in china where most artists try to recreate Pretty much all like masterpieces, just to like, oh, yeah. practice and get better and all that. And I guess they just happened to find this guy, like he was selling like street art. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, could you do this?" So then they would find like material, <laughs> like that would match the age and like paint and stuff that would match the age of like oh, yeah. a famous piece for this guy to do it. And then they just sold it to galleries. I don't know. It was an interesting take on that. But even that, like, just the but here's just the thing, the time, though. Like, at what point? Like, is it not worth that? Like, so, like, my whole thing's like, okay, so this guy gets hired to paint, you know, this masterpiece that was already painted by somebody else. It's it's going to be a forgery. But in the end, it's done with the exact same material, looks exactly the same. It's all hand done. It's not done by a a computer or anything. So in the end, it is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. If that first yeah. master had done it and put his name on it, they would be, oh, my God, this is great. So to me, this guy is a master, and he should just do whatever his own art, and people should buy that because this guy is obviously that good. Yeah, well, that guy didn't know. Like, So that guy yeah. didn't know. Like, He was just the artist doing the work from what these exactly. other Exactly. He's two... getting ripped off. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, Artists did... are always the one getting ripped <laughs> off, and then it's always the gallery people are making all the money or these people that are swindling and making deals. Well, I get these yeah. people. I get those people, too. Those people hit me up all the time. So they, they, get, they act like they're these gallery owners, and maybe some of them are. I don't think they are. I've never had a gallery owner hit me up, like, and and be shady. Like, right. <laughs> like the, most gallery owners don't, for one, hit you up at all. You hit them up. Like, if you're the artist. <laughs> you know, they, they don't come at you most of the time. And um, so, anyway, it's like I get these people that come to me and they want – some of them are like they act like they it's for charity and stuff. Uh, I'm yeah. like it's not for charity. I'm telling you right now, it's not for charity because I've done a couple of these charity fucking auctions and charity benefit things, and then they never send the pictures of the show because right, there yeah. was no fucking show, and they sell all the artwork and they keep all the money, and they don't give you any credit <laughs> or anything. That's what happens a lot. Of the, so now I just tell them all no. And there might be a lot of real charities that are getting turned down now 
because of this, but that's just too bad. I'm not getting ripped off over and over again. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. If you, really, if you wanted to do charity, you would do your own event. I already do my own. You already yeah. donate stuff, pieces to charity and stuff already on my own all the time every year. So when anybody asks me, they're just asking me to do extra. So when right. I say no, I don't feel too bad because I'm like I already do a lot for the charities I actually, you know, care about in my heart, and I put my money where my mouth is, and already do that. So it's like I hate when these people come to me. And like, poor me, poor me, please help this and that. And I'm like, I like charity, I like helping, but at a certain point, I just don't know you, for one, <laughs> you know. And it's always somebody with like 50 followers and shit on Instagram. I'm like, dude, if you were a legit fucking charity, you would have more than fucking 50 followers. You would have an actual charity page that has a bunch of support, people talking on there, and you go to their page, there's nothing. It's like them eating dinner and shit it's like you know what i mean you're not you're shady you're just trying right. to rip me off like i'm not stupid <laughs> think, uh, so, i mean to go back to uh, one of the uh, other type of uh customers if you will yeah <laughs> you think uh they feel like they have like some sort of uh i don't know scammer type mentality like oh i could get this guy to go lower or some of them do yeah some of them come at me with this um some of them come at me with, like, um, they try to guilt me down to be going lower or something. Like, oh, those prices are high or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, they're not high because I'm selling at these prices consistently. If they were right. too high, I wouldn't be. That's just how business works. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I guess that's the other, like, element of it uh, where some people don't treat art any more than just a hobby, I guess. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, some people don't have in don't see any value in art. And I think that's their problem. I mean, you know, they 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 also don't have anything hanging in their house and their houses are boring. But like other people really see the value in art. It's mostly other artists. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The majority of people that buy my art are other artists. Right. We support each other legitimately 100%. Like, I honestly have other sign painters buying my stuff that are basically stuff that they can make on their own. I know they could because I, I look at their page. <laughs> and right. I'm like, oh, you guys already make woodcut paintings. Why did you buy one from me? It was because they wanted one from me. Right, yeah, You know, because yeah. they like my work, you know. So I, I'm super honored when um, another artist, like, buys my work and stuff like that. So the majority of people that buy my art are artists. These people that are tire kickers are not artists. These people that are shady are not artists. They're they're super outside the art world. They're so outside the art world that you see them coming a mile away. You know what I mean? They don't know how any of it works. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. So. Like, yeah, I guess it's it's one of those things where like they don't like you wouldn't go say you gotta take your car in for like an oil change or something you're not like mm -hmm. negotiating a price with the oil person you're like yep you're Never. doing the work <laughs> this is the price okay yeah this is the price yay or nay and if it's nay you don't have to say oh i gotta ask my wife just say <laughs> no and fucking go away like don't blame your wife it's rude it's rude to blame that on your wife. Your wife is an innocent person in this. She doesn't know what the fuck you're spending money on. 
So leave her out of it. <laughs> she is unaware of your stupidity, sir. She is unaware of your dumb stupidity. <laughs> and most of the time it's because, like like I said, the people that I'm talking about are these guys that they, they want the moon and the stars and everything, and they can't afford the moon and the stars and everything. You know, if they were coming at me at, with a realistic idea and a realistic budget, I could work with them. But they come at me with these crazy ideas and then go, how much? How much would it cost? Oh, to do all that? That's a fucking million years of work. Uh, I don't know, two grand, three grand, <laughs> four grand. And they go, no, that's crazy. Yeah, because you're asking me to basically work nonstop for weeks on end to make this monstrosity. You know, and I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Like there's sometimes, yeah, I just don't want to do it. And I just say no just because... I don't care how much you pay me. It's just not worth my time. You know, the, somebody came to me and seriously, I've said no to lots of things. I'll I'll do most, you know, most of the stuff. And if I really think it's dorky, like the idea, I just won't post it on my page. I'll still make it for the client. But then right. there's some ideas where I'm like, no fucking way. I'm not doing that. Stupid. You know, like if somebody is coming to me. And wanting some crazy political, super political thing. Either way, right, left, or up, or down. I don't care which way. I would say no. I don't want to be involved with it. I don't want anything to right. do with it. Because when you make that as an artist, it's a statement. Everyone takes that as a statement from the artist. Oh, So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not making any political bullshit. Because it's not worth it. Because no matter which side you pick, it's wrong. There's no right side. <laughs> you know, it's like it's all wrong. So it's like you can't win as the artist. If you do that, you're picking sides and have yeah, fun like with that. The whole politics thing, too, though, like that's all temporary type stuff. So by the time, say you, you created whatever piece by the time like 10 years from now everyone's gonna be like okay why do you got that <laughs> like who cares yeah but i mean think about all the statues that are being ripped down because of shit that happened and guys that aren't even alive haven't been alive for hundreds of years they're right. like oh he used to own slaves well yeah so did a lot of the population back then like in that area in the plantation area and stuff like that you know what i mean like yeah there was more than just him that owned them and stuff you know, it's just like, but they're tearing down all these statues mm. from Jefferson, and they're t also renaming schools and states from Jefferson and stuff, you know, because they're going back. And, like, some of those artists that made these statues are now being, like, you know, pinned in with this, <laughs> you know. It's right, like, like, yeah, it was just a job. <laughs> they, exactly, it was just a job. So I they got like, pinned they in with this, and they're like, yo. And put him in a museum or something. Yeah, like, I don't know Jefferson. Like, this guy doesn't know Jefferson. Jefferson nope. died hundreds of years ago. It's like, seriously. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they're they're like, now they're like, oh, you're an artist, though, and you made that. Like, yeah, because I was hired, too. It's like, <laughs> but all I'm paid, saying is I don't yeah. want any part of that. If, I make, if I'm hired right. to make something, you know? No, I hear you. I mean, you got that image to uphold, too, like you're the PR. Yeah, the, to work. and there's certain dorky shit that I wouldn't do either. It's like, no, and... Also, there's I get asked to, like you said, reproduce other artists' work, and I say no, all the time. I say no, right? Especially you know, and I hope somebody else would do that to me, <laughs> but I know they don't, because I've heard other artists go, "Oh, they sent me a picture of your piece, and they wanted me to do one just like it." And I'm like, "Yeah." Some of them say no, but then I see the ones that say yes, because then those people get the piece and they post it, and I go, "Oh, you ripped me off. Cool." 
<laughs> like, do so, I get a cut of that or some sort of commission? Dude, they won't do that, but no, it would be nice. It would be nice. It'd be nice just for the the just to say, yo, I got this, you know, off of Burn three five three. But they don't. It's right? okay. Yeah. I I I keep track of all the ones that rip me off and do that stuff, and I tell people not to work with them, and I tell people not to do stuff with them. But it's pretty much costing you money, taking money out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Exactly. No, thank you. Yeah, I was like, um, there was another, um, was it a race? Um, I was trying to think of a, it wasn't a race thing. It was the hoodie thing. It was kind of a race issue. Um, I remember an artist that did, after the um, kid that got um, killed by the cop because he had a hoodie on, he was just running home. And then that wasn't even a cop that killed him. It was that. Um, oh, Trayvon Martin? Yes, Trayvon. Sorry, I couldn't remember. It but um, the, uh... Trayvon, I remember one of my one of my artist friends did a graffiti piece on a on a wall and um, of Trayvon, and he ended up like all over the news, dude. It was all over the news, and not in like a like a negative way, like for doing graffiti, but all over the news for just like him this image. And then the next day, it was on the news again. Because somebody had, like, graffitied over it and mm-hmm. with some other, like, racist shit and stuff. And then he went back and, like, painted it back o- back up and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it was like this war, you know. But um, I was thinking of, you know, of that. It was just, like, the same stuff. It's like, um, you can do that and you can do political things as an artist. But when you do that, it's almost like you you, you got to fight that battle all the time. Yeah, pretty much everyone treats that kind of stuff, you know, it's, you know, life and all that. They they treat it like a sports game. Yeah, and it's like for life. Like, they expect you to stick on that side forever, even if you change your mind down the line or grow up a little bit and de- change your ways or change your mind. Because, I mean, how, ma- how many of us don't change? Like, I hate when everyone's like, oh, you changed, man. I'm like, you haven't seen me since high school. I fucking hope I've changed. Right. Like, I was fucking 16 years old when you saw me last. I was an idiot. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I didn't know anything. And in my 20s, you don't know shit in your 20s. I was talking yeah. to my wife about it. I go, do you like talking to people in their 20s? She goes, no, not very often. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. and I go, why? It's because they think they know everything, and they really don't know dick. <laughs> they don't know anything. And I remember being 20. I remember thinking I knew everything. And I thought I had the whole world figured out. And then you realize you don't even know how to pay your bills right. You know, it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm that old dude, like, that hates everybody. Because I, I know, like, every time I hit, like, a new decade, I'm always asking my mom, like, was I annoying when I was that age? Yep. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We were, though. We were that annoying. I mean, yep. think about the stupid shit. We did a whole podcast on the dumb shit we did in college. You know, <laughs> yeah. like we were dumb in our twenties. We were acting like we're high schoolers still. You yeah, know, we were yeah. we were just older, older high schooler kids. <laughs> I'm definitely in ages because I hate teenagers. Because like I'll go somewhere, there's just teenagers somewhere just hanging out. I'm just, I get that Clint Eastwood just angry guy. So like, I got man. two teenagers that live with me, so <laughs> they don't bother me that much. They're pretty chill. Most teenagers don't even, like, do much. Like, they just, like, TikTok and, you know, they stay in their rooms. They don't interact very much. <laughs> like, teenagers nowadays aren't like teenagers when we were kids. Like, teenagers yeah. when we were kids, we, we were punks. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, we were punks. We were outside breaking stuff, skateboarding. I was breaking. Uh, I was getting on top of buildings, skateboarding on top of buildings, um, doing stupid punk kid stuff. You know, like I was never in my room. I was never home. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have the internet, man. Ever. I was never home. I was. I was out as till. I remember you had to be home by the streetlights came on. If the streetlights were on and your ass wasn't in the in the house, you were in fucking trouble. <laughs> well, I grew up in a bad neighborhood. The street light, <laughs> the street lights came on. That's when the shooting and stuff started. So we're like, eh, we'll be yep. in for sure. We'll be in by then for sure. Well, I lived in a small town, so it's like you could stay out late, but it wasn't like anything would happen to you. It's just the parents were like, you need to be in by this time. You know, it's too late to be out. Nah, but, yeah, I think yeah. My parents were like, well, you're gonna get your ass shot. That's on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were in a little different area. I wasn't. Yeah. They're, they're I like, wasn't yeah, a... you better be home. Just saying, if you get shot, don't be calling me. That's like, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> All you, buddy. All you. Yeah, my mine was a small town, so it was just like, shit. We used to play flashlight tag at night. Some like it's summer nights. We could stay out later. And our parents weren't so strict about how late, as long as we told them what we were doing, you know. And we were like, we're playing flashlight tag, and we would, we would fucking get, and this is no lie, like straight up two blocks, squared off, and like you couldn't run past these two blocks. We would all, all the kids would agree, this is the boundaries, right? And it was like a large boundary, <laughs> like you could run through all these people's yards, <laughs> and none of these people's knew that we were doing this it was just like 20 neighborhood kids and we're playing flashlight tag and this shit's on right and like we'd start at the school at siler school and then we'd like fucking get our flashlights and stuff and then um the one person that was it would you know start counting and they'd have to count to 100 out loud and they'd start counting out loud and everybody just start running and i'm telling you running <laughs> like you, every direction kids went every fucking direction jumping bushes and everything and the best part about this was you're jumping over bushes you're going through people's yards you don't know of so some people have dogs oh. you don't know that they have dogs <laughs> some people have fucking weird ass fences that you get hung up on i remember it was one kid was running from the kid that was it he jumps over this fence and he got his fucking underwear somehow <laughs> caught and he was hanging by his underwear <laughs> by the fence and we were laughing too hard to help him and and he was like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and we were like laughing so nope. hard that it was like it was a huge wedgie like right so it was like the fence wedgie <laughs> and it's like what do you do at that point you laugh that's oh, what you do oh without a doubt Dude, we were little. It was like, I don't know, I was like 12, maybe 10. I don't even know how old I was. Time was fucking... I know I was in elementary school, so it's like, I don't even know. But, um, yeah, we just fucking did flashlight tag, and, like, basically it was at night, and if you shine the flashlight on somebody that was hiding and it hits you, you, you know, they tagged you, you know? So that's how you get tagged. And it's dark, too, where we're hiding, too, so, like... Most of the places we're hiding are in people's backyards where there's no lights, you know, because they just got to tag you with the light. So you hide behind trees and shit. And I remember this one kid hid under this fucking porch. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, it's one of those porches that have, like, the lattice, like, the white yeah. like, cr crisscross thing, right? So it had a piece that was broken, and he gets under there. This is fucking funny as shit, dude. This kid's under there, 
and he's hiding for the kid that's for the one that's it and the person that's it runs past him and i'm on the other side of the road and i'm behind a tree and i see him like literally burst out of the porch <laughs> like underneath from underneath like the whole grating oh, thing no. pops off there is a raccoon under there with him. <laughs> and he took off running like a fucking scared little... He was like a little scared little rabbit. He was like... He busted that whole lattice off the porch. It was the funniest shit. I didn't even know it was a raccoon in there until way later. And I talked to him. And I was like, what did you do that for? And like, you got to go fix that. He goes, there's a raccoon under there. I'm not going back under there. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, man. I'd be like, nope, no, thank you. I had one die under my patio deck. Oh, years ago. man, it's the worst. Uh, I was just like, yeah, it was, it was terrible. And then uh, our animal control, they won't remove that stuff. So you call them up, they're like, oh, you gotta call someone else. We don't do that. They don't do trappings or nothing. So I'm like, all right. So, so what do they do? I don't know. That's a good question. They don't question. control any animals? <laughs> yeah, I'm all like, wait, you guys are animal control, but you don't do anything. Okay. You don't trap nothing. You don't do nothing. Sounds like cops. Yeah. So then we had the guy, and he's like, of course, it had rained. He's like, uh, can I just rip up a, one of the boards because I don't want to get under there? I'm like, dude, just get the this, this thing was stinking that like all sorts of hell, man. Yeah. I'm like, go ahead, man. I'll just replace the board. <laughs> Seriously. Like I said, but those those creatures are, like, vicious, though. So if I'm that little kid, I mean, I'm a grown adult now. I'd be running and screaming like that kid. Oh, yeah. There. They'll fuck you up. They're, they're mean. They got little claws, and they got little hands. They'll, like, grab you. <laughs> 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 They'll stick you up. Like, give me your wallet now. Well, <laughs> when I was a kid, we went to my dad's friend's house, and he had a pet raccoon. And what I didn't know, and I found out years later, was what he means by pet raccoon is he caught a raccoon and he just put it in a cage. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't like no. a pet. Like, it was a raccoon that was in a cage, right? And he's, like, letting me and these other kids. We're little. I was, like, seven. And we're, like, playing with this fucking wild animal. <laughs> and everybody was fucking fine with it. It was the 80s. It was like, I mean, nobody cared. I know me, there'd be that like curiosity, like, oh, what would happen? I he just stuck it in the cage, dude. I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, he just had this big <laughs> dog cage, and he was even feeding it dog food, because that's how he found it, was it kept trying to steal his dog's food. And that's how he, he, like, oh, he knew he could catch it, because he set a trap for it with the dog food, and then he caught it and all this stuff. And I, I find all this years later like i'm playing with it as a little kid trusting the adults in the situation thinking that this animal is a pet of some sort because <laughs> i was a little kid and all the other little kids that were around me were also doing the same thing we all thought we were not in danger <laughs> now i know we were in fucking serious danger. that thing could have had rabies it could have fucked us up i mean dude. for all you know you had rabies all of a sudden oh i know that like, was just like yeah I mean, it like, to crazy. me, the curiosity would have chuck, took over. So if I saw a little kid playing with that raccoon, I'd be like, all right, see what oh, happens. Oh, fun. Yeah, we were, we were, I remember we were putting sticks in the cage, and it would grab them with its hands and then, like, play a tug of war with us and, like, yank the stick out of our hands <laughs> and stuff. So, yeah. like, testing your strength. or like, yeah, I could kill that one. All right, let's try this kid. Yep, yeah. I kill this Dude, one. 
that kid, that that raccoon would have fucked us up. If we would have opened that cage. It was just, it would have right on our faces. <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed made, uh, for a great comedy though. Guaranteed death right there. <laughs> death by raccoon. Man, what what happened to Burn? Well, he was playing with a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking raccoon killed him. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have you to like search. <laughs> I'm gonna have to search this now. How many people have died due to raccoon? It's probably a high number. I mean, I'm just gonna guess. Yeah, gotta be at least a hundred a year. I want to know how many people get rabies from from crazy animal bites because. Like that kid we were playing tag, he could have easily gotten bitten by that raccoon. <laughs> and then and then um, I walked out on my back porch, and there was a fucking possum out there the other night. And, like, I could have easily got bit by him. I didn't even see it. I, I stepped right next to it, yeah. and it froze. It froze still. And I, I don't know what made me look down, but I was like, that's not normally on my porch. So something, like, like made me look down. <laughs> And there's, like, this fuzzy thing. I'm like, what's that? And then I look at the other end of it. I'm like, this is a fucking possum. His head's, like, got his teeth showing. <laughs> yep. And his eyes are showing. He's got one paw up and one paw down. And he's, like, frozen position. Like, he's not moving, right? Okay, yeah, the open mouth, like, something's about to happen. I don't know yeah. what. Well, then I turn. I get a little bit distance from it. And then I turn. I realize what it is. And I kind of stomp towards it. And it just falls over on its side. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't do much. I don't think they do much. No, they play possum. That's what they're doing. And I was like, okay, so now he's not going to move until I go away. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I'm going to go away. I'm going to come back. Hopefully he's gone. And it's not a big deal. I don't, I don't really care, but I don't want bit by it. You know, (laughs) it's like, so I went into my shop and do some stuff and I come back out there and that motherfucker's still laying there. (laughs) And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, come on. So then I had to step around it, hoping it doesn't wake up and try to attack me. And then I come inside. Luckily, by the morning, he was gone. But I was like, well, fucking least, yeah, possum. At least it was at night, because in the morning, then that definitely would have rabies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was at night. But um, it was just funny, because he was like, I'm, I'm playing this fucking possum thing up. I am dead, sir. Please don't fucking murder you know, me. You know, wild, like, the raccoons are nocturnal, too. But, like, when I went to Louisiana, to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. The raccoons there are like are out in the daytime. So I'm like, what oh, the hell is this? Well, because I think they're over. They get overpopulated to a certain extent, and then they're not afraid to go out in the day. I think because there's so many numbers of them. Well, they, they, well, my my city ass is like, is that rabies? Is that a rabid one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my wife not like, no. Have you ever seen a fucking a posse of fucking raccoon? Like, there's like they roll twenty deep sometimes, and I'm not joking you. I've seen videos. I saw a TikTok video the other day as this dude has a little a raccoon. He came up to him. It's at night, and he's at a garage, and he goes, and he had something. He was trying to feed him, and he, and he hands it to the raccoon, and this little raccoon takes it. And then the video, cam- and then the camera pans up, and it looks behind him. And then behind him, between the garage, is like all these glowing eyes, and these glowing <laughs> eyes go all the way back. I'm telling you, there's a good 30 of these motherfuckers. That's some scary shit, man. And then that guy goes, ah, he took off running. Like, seriously. <laughs> well, Dude, screwed. it was a lot. He screwed up, man, because now they know he's got food or something Dude, this want. was like, this was kind of in the in the city, too. I was like, where, where in the fuck are they at? Like, I didn't see woods <laughs> anywhere. But it could have been, you know, by next to a wood wood line or something. I don't know. 
it was just crazy. There was a bunch of eyes, dude, all the way back in this alleyway, just all as far as you could see is glowing eyes. Like, holy shit, dude, these things can fuck you up. <laughs> well, in college that one that one time, I remember, remember seeing the raccoon on the power line. Mm-hmm. Not paying attention, but then, like, maybe, like, five minutes later, that thing hit a transformer. Oh. <laughs> so you just heard, like, this loud explosion. Then, like, the power went out. I was like, holy shit, that raccoon committed suicide. That raccoon committed suicide. I was like, yeah, I was like, what happened? It's like, I like, can't take this shit anymore, man. <laughs> Fuck this raccoon These motherfuckers <laughs> aren't feeding us. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I like how we we stay on we stay on topic. We talk like about art for like two seconds. And they're like, fuck <laughs> this. We're talking about raccoons. <laughs> hey, raccoons are like the artists of the wild nature <laughs> world there man if i learned anything no i don't know we'll get back on topic this is me more work this is means more work for me to edit so it's nah. all good who needs to edit anymore? so do you think those guys that ask their wives like or you know i gotta talk to my wife do you think they really have wives well i did you see my post today <laughs> i know i missed that you one. gotta start looking at my shit man so my post today right now, as we speak, is I got this monkey and he's sitting there smoking a cigar and then above it says, <laughs> it says, um, after I give a quote um, and you guys say you need to ask your wives <laughs> and and then he says, liar, liar, pants on fire, just got a monkey with a cigar. <laughs> I bet you aren't even married, bro. <laughs> It's like you're not even married, man. You don't even have a wife or a girlfriend or a significant other. (laughs) If you're one of those people that have to ask your wife, uh, either they don't exist or you have never got to this point in in, in any negotiation (laughs) anywhere. Like you would never have gotten there. Exactly. So, So do you do that? Do you blame your wife like when you're buying cars and stuff too? Like it's just a bad excuse for one. And to just say you're not interested. It's that easy. It's that easy. Just be like, hey, I can't. I can't right now. I can't afford it right now. I'm not interested. Um, I'll hit you up later. Like, there's a lot of easy ways to do it. Don't blame your wife. She's innocent in this. She's buying <laughs> her own business. She's buying her own business. She's buying all the shit, and not asking you. So I don't know why you're worried about her in the first place. Because <laughs> she doesn't ask you shit. I, I guarantee you, she didn't ask you nothing <laughs> buy, before she buys it. Oh no. There's nothing like. Oh, I didn't know you had that. Exactly. I just show up and there's shit showing up at the fucking door. I'm like, why is Amazon here? <laughs> <laughs> shit, there's times when stuff shows up. I'm like, oh, I bought that. Yeah, exactly. With my brother, uh, I don't know if this is a good prank or a terrible prank, but uh, I uh, the other day come home. I'm like, oh, I got a package. Open it up and it's a jean jacket. <laughs> I was like, where the f-? but like, I'm like, where did the jean jacket come from? Where does G jacket come so from? I, Canada. So like, I look at the invoice and my fucking name and phone number and stuffs on it. I'm all looking at it like I didn't fucking buy a G jacket. Asked the wife. Nope, wasn't me. Maybe it was your mom. Call my mom and she's like, "Well, maybe you were talking to someone who like you know about wanting a jean jacket." I'm like, "When the fuck have I ever owned a jean jacket?" <laughs> so how did you find out who it was? So <laughs> I'm asking around, right? I was just like, I asked my siblings. And, I'm and like, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like I was just like, where do you know? I'm like, hey, there's a jean jacket in my house. You got to what do you buy it? They say no, and, and like. You know, they're asking me questions and stuff, and I'm, like, checking my bank account. 
Because they're like, well, no one, like, and I didn't, you know, this is going to sound dumb because I'm like, well, no one's going to hack my bank account and send me the shit. I understand that part. Yeah, but, and it's like, then you're like, you question in your life. You're like, did I get, you know, really drunk or high or something? And then like, I buy like, a jean jacket I, that I don't remember. I, yeah, I was looking at my mom's like, maybe you forgot you bought it. But I'm like, why would I be looking at fucking jean jackets? I don't fucking, like, I've never owned a jean Dude. jacket. Talked about a jacket or nothing. <laughs> I'm like looking at it. So finally, like about three hours later, on a video call with my uh, uh, brother and my niece, she's uh, going to be five. Uh, it was one of those, it was us, ha, 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 laughing. I was like, what the hell? My brother bought, bought it for me <laughs> just because he wanted to see what my reaction would be to getting a jean jacket in the mail with the invoice having all my information on it. Like, I'd want to see what you would do. <laughs> so like, That's the weirdest joke ever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's either the best practical prank or the worst. Either way, I was just like, where the fuck did this G-Jacket come from? And I was bothered for like three hours. I'm like checking my bank accounts, my PayPal, my like it internet history. It would have been cooler if you would have sent you a Louis Vuitton fanny pack. Because you would have been like, oh, this thing's expensive, and it's a fucking fanny pack. I can't use this at all. <laughs> at least a jean jacket's usable. <laughs> well, well let, let, hold on a second. You're, you're telling me I'm not going to rock that fanny pack? Like, if I bought it, <laughs> I don't care. I'm using it. I'm using this shit. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a weird. He's like, I mean, he thought it was the funniest fucking thing. Because I'm just like, where the fuck did this jacket come from? Well, now you have to retaliate and buy him something weird, though. So, like, a couple of years ago for Christmas, we got him a gimp mask that was, like, shaped <laughs> like, like a dog. Cause I, it was just, I, for some reason, it was just a funny thought in my head, like, he needs a gimp mask. So it was like the whole family all gathered together, opening presents. He opened it up. It's a fucking, like, a dog gimp, gimp mask. <laughs> Dude, we gotta do that shit, but. Dude, you should get him lingerie next time. <laughs> <laughs> we could buy him like a buy him lingerie with some like whips and shit. <laughs> a ball gag, like here you go. <laughs> and then put it, put it, no, and then put it like it's from his wife <laughs> it's, or, or his mom. His mom gave it to him. <laughs> That'd be fun. From her mom. There's so many options. Grandma, why'd you give me this? <laughs> Decided from from my favorite son-in-law. <laughs> that was uh, yeah. Now the possibility to end this, but yeah, it was it was hours to be like, where the fuck did this jean jacket come from, and why the fuck would I buy a jean jacket? Dude, that's awesome. And it was from like a knockoff type, like sounding place, like brands for less or something like that. Something like that. I fucking click you on. You need something? a fucking paint um, trash panda on it and stuff. Get like a giant, like a get like a biker club type patches for the back of it. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna now keep it. Talking. Like I said, I was just like, I was just dying, like, cause I, I was just more concerned about my finances than I was about like, <laughs> my decision to buy a jean jacket. I suppose. <laughs> You're like, I just hope I didn't pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was just like, well, cause then I was just like, uh, like, I don't know. Cause, like the invoice was like to our value customer or member or something. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I <laughs> on this? <laughs> so in a way, it is fucking brilliant. In a way, but it's the weirdest fucking payoff, I guess. But I guess nice. if you want to see your sibling like suffering, 
and going crazy over like where the fuck did it come from? Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so what's your address, Bert? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly, dude. I, I I just think that I would get into that, and we'd be buying each other the weirdest shit. <laughs> oh, you know what? You I did end up. Start... I, I did end up buying him that Bigfoot love story. Oh, that book. Yeah. Nice. Because I was just like, someone has to own this thing. That was a sweet book. I, when you told me it was real, <laughs> like you sent me that, I thought it was a meme or whatever. Yeah. And then you're like, you're like, no, this is a real Amazon book. You can purchase this. It's about a man who falls in love with Bigfoot and like wants to like make love to Bigfoot and stuff. And like, what? Yeah. And then I read the back of the thing that you sent me. I'm like, this cannot be a real book. And you're like, it is a real book. You can buy it on Amazon right now. And I looked on Amazon, and it was there. And I was like, yep. holy shit. <laughs> yep, I read some pages of that book. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then now they stick together. <laughs> <laughs> this is I mean, the best book Sharif's ever read. <laughs> oh, 100%. You're like, damn it, this is the only book I've ever read. <laughs> Top five, no doubt. <laughs> about Rushmore books. Oh, shit. In my mind, I'm like, how the fuck does someone come up with this? Because, I mean, they go, like, talking about the guy blowing Bigfoot. Yeah, and you told me about it. I was like, what? And I, like, I couldn't even I couldn't even wrap my head around the concept of it. <laughs> if I keep this in there and you guys are still listening, you guys got to go search out this book. I can't remember the title of it, but uh, just look up, like, a Bigfoot love story. Yeah, Bigfoot love story. I don't even know how he ran across it. Wants, <laughs> wants to make love to Bigfoot. Yeah. But then I was just like, man, why can't we be that, that creative? Oh, man, I, I feel like that's all I do is be creative anymore. Like, people just come at me with all these ideas and, like, want me to make this and that and this and that. I'm like, ugh, okay. <laughs> like, well, I can do it. <laughs> I'm going to have to make, commission you to make that Bigfoot love story into a piece. <laughs> Dude, Yeah. <laughs> I, I, those are fun pieces for me. The ones I get sick of is like when I have to do the same thing over and over and over again. Like if I post a piece of like, um, like my ice cream cone, then everybody wants an ice cream cone. If I post a piece of say, I make a donut, everybody wants a donut. It's like whatever I post, they think that's all I know how to make. It's annoying. It's like if I post a skull, then uh, or just a skull piece, they all want that exact piece. I'm like, I make commission pieces. I like to make custom pieces for people. These are for specific clients. They're not. I'm not gonna make it again for you. <laughs> it's like I'll make a version or a different kind of version for you, but I'm not gonna copy it right. just for you. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's not how it works. But then I get these. I've gotten some cool clients lately. I feel like I'm just bitching about the the couple tire kickers that don't don't even ever buy anything. But I got some cool ass clients lately. This one guy hit me up and he's like, "Yo, I need this, that, this, and this and that." And and when I was done, like he didn't pause, just sent me the money. Nice. You know, tells me to take my time, and then I take my time, and he didn't give me shit. And then, dude, I love those kind of clients. Like it's like. I get the shit done, and, you know, I do it. And, like, people, I had this one client um, complain that, like, he's like, oh, it's been four months. And I go, yeah. I go, and I said it would be four to five months to get a finished painting for me. I go, so it's now four months, and yours is about, let me see, oh, 75% done, 
So it'll be done in like a week or something, and then you'll be you you'll be happy. Like so, what's what's the hurry? Like my friend told me, there's no art emergencies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason you need this hung on your wall any sooner. Like, and if there is, give me all the money up front, and I'll rush it. You know, pay me all the money up front, and I'll rush it right through. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing too. Like I don't know. You know that time concept is like it's they don't have it where it's just like you know you got to create this whole piece and all that kind of stuff and hey if I'm the one asking you for some work I guess there's got to be other people asking you for work too so yeah it's like I'm working on fifty it was like fifty one or fifty two pieces or clients commissions or whatever but like like today alone I was painting on one commission. And then I cut two other commissions, like cut them out of wood. And then there's like all these steps that you have to do to get these things. So I'm always in different steps and different stages on other people's stuff. So today I probably worked on five different paintings for five different clients. Wow. That's great. You know? I got actually a, a question uh, somewhat relatable, I think. Yeah. Uh, for the, Did you have any uh, consequences or uh, I don't know what the right word is, but when the price of wood was going up and stuff, like with the whole, like you had the hurricanes and the, like the disasters um, and all that? No, because luckily I, I had a big stack of wood. Okay. Like in the, all my wood already purchased in my shop. Okay. So I didn't have to buy any. But then, um, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even know. I haven't looked lately. There might be all kinds of price hikes. Yeah, because I had the, uh, uh, the post outside of my, in my uh, front porch, like, replacing all that. And it was just, mm -hmm. like, crazy, like, when the contractor guy was trying to find pieces of wood to make it. <laughs> the new, the replacement. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they are you know, that they were having issues with Canada and then, like, the whole natural disasters and all that. Like, everything that would normally be, like, I don't know, like, 10 bucks or, like, 30 now and all that kind of stuff. So Wow. I didn't know if that, yeah, like, affected you. I mean, I mean, I know you usually get, you know, all your supplies – yeah, I'm pro time, I'll probably but... be fucked on the next time I go, because yeah. it's probably still up. But um, yeah, I, haven't, I luckily had a big stack of wood, so I haven't had to deal with it. Nah, but, nah, I'm just curious, like how that. I mean, that's got to affect you know pricing too. And then what's up with that fucking giant ship getting stuck? And that like, I heard that that like backed up supplies and stuff that was coming oh, through yeah, for all different countries of all different kinds of supplies and stuff. Yeah, I don't, and, uh, I, like I still don't comprehend how, like, like you had to figure like that's happened before, so you would think they'd have like a plan, like all right, this happened yeah. before, let's go ahead and do this, but I guess not. I don't know how long that was it, like a week or so. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it, all I know, they they were. I think they were. They had a lot of issues with that that canal that part anyway, you know, from right. way back when, but um. The way it happened is just weird. It was just fucking weird. But anyway, I just heard <laughs> that 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 backing that up, like you know, caused a lot of issues for shipping and all kinds of other stuff. So I wonder if that has you know gonna price hike things all over the place. Oh yeah, too. without a doubt. There's always consequences. You know, somebody's got to pay for all that. You know. Imagine if you're like the dude driving the boat. <laughs> you're like, oh no. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I know it was like stuck for a week, and then I heard like the economy, like some related economy, was like suffering terribly from it. 
Yeah, and whatever was on that thing, that thing was huge. It was tons of containers on it and stuff. Who knows what was on it? You know, it's like crazy. I just figured they had to have a game plan to like this. That couldn't be the first time that happened. Well, those ships are are ran by computers. Even like oh. you put a coordinates in, you're not steering that ship. Like that ship is done by computers. Like there might be a person at the helm, like guiding it and stuff. But for the most part. It's computer driven, you know, like, so I, that's what I don't understand how a computer driven, you know, this uh, glitched out or something got all wedged in there like that. <laughs> you know, it's like somebody, it looks like somebody just cut it hard one way and then stuck it in there, you know. <laughs> I wonder if the uh, water, like maybe water levels and stuff, maybe someone wasn't monitoring that or something. I don't know. Something. But, Who knows? Uh, Somebody's asleep or something at the wheel. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't go on he's, boats, people. He's doing a land. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> he's all doing like a dance challenge. Uh, uh, and then he's like, shit. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you one thing that has affected me is the fucking shipping prices. Those went up like yeah. through the fucking roof. That's affected my business big time. And people don't realize I, I include shipping in my prices. So when the shipping goes up like that, I get fucked, you know, because I'm basically making a painting for almost nothing then because I'm paying most of it in shipping. Like, I, I got, I seriously, I did this contest. I should have never did it, but I did this contest, and it was um, international. So when I was done, there were seven winners. Oh, and man. I had no I had no idea that it would be six out of the seven were all international oh, of man. the winners. So then I ended up spending $450 in fucking shipping for prizes. Like nothing that's making me money for free shit for other people and stuff. And it's cool. I did it. And it was my, you know, it was my dumb idea to do it, but I should have never went international because in that time, international shipping went through the fucking roof. And, like, I got gout. I'm talking, like, sticker packs and shit. Stuff yeah. that should not have cost <laughs> a ton of money. You know what I mean? That should have cost tons of money for me to ship. It was costing, like, $50 a pack. And I was like, oh, my God. And this one was, like, there was the top three were 100 and something each. It was, like, 120-something each. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah, I remember sending out pins. Uh, or yeah, like a pin and like stickers to like England, I think that was like twenty something bucks. <laughs> so I can't oh. imagine seven people. I would have been like, dude, you don't even know. Like I've sent, I tried <laughs> to send a sticker pack to. I've sent, I've sent stuff everywhere. I've sent art to Germany, and and the the the, the art I sent to Germany, the guy paid more for shipping than he did for the painting. He spent wow. like twelve hundred dollars in shipping like it was crazy and the painting you bought me from me was a really nice painting but it was like not twelve hundred dollar painting <laughs> so he spent a <laughs> lot of money to get it to him you know it's like it was crazy and then i send stuff to australia cost oh, an arm man. and a leg yeah. dude just to send an envelope arm and a leg like <laughs> yeah. arm and a leg dude like forget about it don't even do it and then there's this send stuff to japan and stuff like that super expensive and then there's weird places that aren't expensive at all, and it makes no sense. There's these little pockets. I don't know if it's because <laughs> there's military bases there 
I don't know why, but there's little pockets all over that, like, oh, you shipped a Zanzibar? Oh, that's, like, $10. Like, what? That's, like, all the way across <laughs> the world or, or whatever. It's $10. We're like, oh, yeah, but nobody ships there. So there's like, it's, like, you, you know, it's no big deal or something. I don't know how it works. All I know is sometimes I go, and it's, like, $10, $20. And then sometimes I go, and it's... A hundred dollars and two hundred dollars. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> they gotta get that stuff regulated. It's it, yeah, it's bullshit. It's it's like price gouging all day, every day. It's all shipping is is bullshit price gouging every day. Because seriously, I ship all the time. I ship enough stuff between pens, stickers, prints, and artwork all over the world. That you start to catch on with their little fucking scams. Right. And it's bullshit because, like, I literally will send the same sticker packs. They all weigh the same. They're all the same size. So then when you send 100 of those fucking things out, you really figure out the scam. Because you're like, this is the same fucking sticker pack that that one was. That one cost $2 to send to California. But then this one to send to Alaska is, like, $25. Now, I understand Alaska has fucking really hard to get to places and stuff. Right, oh, yeah, but when you're, sure. But when you're sending to Anchorage, Anchorage isn't hard to get to. You know what I mean? Anchorage is a hub. It's right, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you start to realize that they're just price gouging you because they can. They're like, yeah, but it's Alaska. It's like, yeah, but you're fucking price gouging me because I can get it all the way down in this weird part of California where nobody lives, you know, that some guys got some male guys got to drive a million hours to get to you know the woods <laughs> but it doesn't cost that much but to, just because it says alaska on it, it costs me an arm and a leg doesn't make any sense i wonder if and you then, would compare that to the price of shipping it to canada oh canada sucks i hate shipping to canada <laughs> i hate canada shipping because it's bullshit because this is why they can ship to us for near nothing and then they get super pissy that it costs us an arm and a leg to ship to them, and then they like make me feel bad about it. I'm like, I'm the one who has to pay for this shit. And it's like, <laughs> right, calm down. I'm like, like yeah, I'm like, oh, I'd like, yeah. You, you think I'm mad? Like I'm the one that paid the shipping. I'm mad too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Karen on this. <laughs> oh my god, most people are cool, you know, about it, and um, it's just the ones that aren't cool. Or just make your life hell for like a minute. And then they're just more fun stories to talk about or the uncool people. The really cool people leave you alone. Like you said, they they just pay for it and they tell you what they want and they pay for it and leave you alone, let you make it, then you give it to them and they're happy. That's like most of my clients. I the majority are pretty fucking cool. And and the ones that I'm talking about aren't even clients. So all of my clients are cool. The ones I'm talking about are people that don't even ever fucking buy anything because they have to ask their wives. <laughs> you know, like they never buy anything. They never come back. I never hear them. And they've never, I've never had one say they're going to ask their wife and come back. My wife said yes. Because you, you're, you're yeah, a liar. Dude, you're a liar. Like, hey, what's your name? Are they on social media? Can I talk to them? Yeah, I, I need to talk to your wife right now. Because <laughs> I don't think you have one. <laughs> You need a letter of recommendation or something? Like, what's happening here? Maybe I should, like, a prerequisite before I give quotes is you have to have written permission from your wife before I give a quote. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's like one of the questions. Do you have a significant other? Yes. <laughs> Are they the decision maker in this? You must have written permission from your wife to to get any quotes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're under the age of 18 or have a wife, you need their signature here, please. <laughs> Dude, that's that's where we got to end it right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna check with my wife if we can end it here. All right, I'll I'll check with my wife too. <laughs> Shout out to the real wives out there, everybody. Word. All tell right. Karen I said hi and tell her to stop being such a Karen. <laughs> oh, you're gonna hear about it now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> See you.